And we're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Today, we have Zach Barber, Mr. Rice Cakes and Pears. You already know. Uh, all the way from Utah. Uh, weirdo, uh, Mormon, <laughs> um, married man. Oh, yeah. Um, all, and, and like you said, all, all around all around weirdo. But thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you know, also... A fan of the show, right? Appreciate Absolutely, it, man. appreciate it. Appreciate you and appreciate you coming on, you know, and, and and reaching out. That's that's the whole that's the whole point of this, right? To to connect with more people and yeah. reach reach more people. So um you know, I, I would say <laughs> best I, I think the best thing to do is kind of go into kind of your story, like you said. Um, you know, yeah. if you you wherever you want to start, if you want to start yeah, on, dude. On, the, on the Mormonist. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to unravel there. So maybe, maybe we'll start on, on, on your condition, like you mentioned, uh, rice cakes and pears. I was like, wait, what? What the? Yeah, it's you know nuts. I mean? Obviously, which is a good title for, and that's your Instagram, <laughs> just so people know. Yeah. Um. So it's a, it's a good. It's like an eye catching, and I'm like, is he just trying to be weird? And then I looked <laughs> into it. I was like, oh, okay. You know, there's people out there who just put something like, you know, right, right, like, like try to be extra weird, you know, and you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm genuine weird, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're like so. <laughs> so yeah, t- I mean, I'd li- I'd like to learn kind of more about it and and yeah, your your story with it. Yeah, so um, I grew up in Texas. Um, li- I've been living in Utah for the past couple of years, but I grew up and I have this crazy disease. But I was able to eat my whole life, so this disease revolves around eating. So around the age of twelve, I started throwing up after eating foods, and honestly, didn't think much of it, and. Uh, I was throwing up for a couple of weeks and then we're like, all right, something's weird. So we went to a GI doctor and I was lucky because with the disease I have, a lot of times it, it gets misdiagnosed or undiagnosed for a long time, but they suspected right away, Hey, this guy might have a disease and it's called eosinophilic esophagitis. It's fun to say, you can say it in your free time, but for short, it's EOE. And basically my white blood cells. Eosinophilic mistake- esophagitis. Yeah. 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 Eosinophilic esophagitis. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was like, I had to like take it in a little bit. I was like, all right, eosinophilic esophagitis. Yeah, yeah it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my white blood cells, they mistake food as a germ. Um, so my white blood cells are just idiots. So every time I eat eat food, like my my white blood cells in my body just kind of attacks itself. And my symptoms just include like throwing up, um, abdominal pain, and then like malnutrition because I'm not absorbing anything. Yeah. So that was pretty nuts. I was like, I got diagnosed and I was like, didn't think much. I was like, oh, I have a disease. That's kind of crazy. But I was just 12. And then uh, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and then j- yeah. I just fast forwarded like three, three years later and they gave me meds to try and treat it, steroids, stuff like that. And uh, nothing worked, man. Like I just kept getting sick, kept throwing up. And when I was 15, um, I was ill, man. I had lost a lot of weight just a sick dude. And, uh, my doctor's like, Hey, we got to take you off all food. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, what are you talking about? And so, so he, they have you on a, at that point, they have you on a strict diet or, or what was, so what I'd been doing leading up to when I was 15 is try meds. Then I kept getting sick. So right. Okay. I started taking notes like, Oh, I ate bread and I got sick. So let's try and take away gluten. That's like a common thing people do. Yeah. But I would take food out and I'd still get sick. So it was like my body was just inflamed. And so nothing I ate really was doing well with me. Yeah. So yeah, it was nuts. But yeah. So my doctor was like, hey, we got to take you off all food. 
And I was like, are you serious? Like, I'm trying to be cool, man. This is high school. You're off food now. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Don't I like, eat that? <laughs> yeah, right? And, dude, that was a hard pill to swallow. I was like, What's I'm going to. next, gonna... oxygen? <laughs> yeah. That was honestly, like, when I really had to accept that I was a weirdo. And uh, I, I got taken off all food. And I got put on a medical formula diet. Oh. So it's, it's nasty. Just think of, like, a overly sweet protein shake, like a vanilla and I mean, it's not bad if you have to drink it once, but that's all oh, I you could were have. drinking it. Yeah. Okay. Nasty. I thought you were doing the feeding tube. The... Okay. We're, yeah. not, we're not there yet. We're not there yeah, yet. That it's happens okay. Soon. Okay. You're good, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I get right. it. <laughs> but dude, I, uh, for three months, the, the goal was to just drink formula. Uh, it's like a powder and you mix it with water. And basically I did that. Uh, every meal was just a nasty drink, but I felt better. So sweet. And my doctor allowed me to keep like one or two foods and being the odd kid I was, I chose rice, corn and coconut because those go really well together. <laughs> I don't know why I picked those, but uh, like, so, was it like you just had to pick food or was it like, you know, pick a food on occasion? Uh, it was just like pick a food. Yeah. Kind of like an occasion thing. Like, so you don't like go nuts basically. And why did you choose that just randomly or did you choose it? Cause it was like, Oh, this, this doesn't react as much. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. It's kind of a blur, honestly. Like I, okay. I was just like, all right, rice, that's probably like a bland thing to eat. It's not, not going to hurt me. Yeah. And then corn, I liked corn and then coconut. I think I wanted to mix my formula with coconut milk or something. Yeah. So yeah, that was so crazy. Um, it's, I'm sorry. I'll warn you right off the bat. I don't know if you've listened, but I have ADHD. So sometimes even if you're talking, if I just make a comment, you can keep going. But if I like say like, Oh, like I'm, I'm interested because oh, I'm into good. it, I'm into it already. But, um, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself again, but the, the, wouldn't that kind of, um, mess with like your salivary glands or like, because it's not being utilized in your, like, yeah. your teeth and stuff like that. I, I don't know if that's something that, that has come up. But I'm just thinking of like because of the because you're not using them. Yeah, you know dude, what I mean. It, like the. I will say this. I so I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I was on this formula diet. It was only okay. supposed to be three months, okay. but it turned into eight years. Whoa. Okay. And I, I will say I've not like I only have ever had one cavity, so that was kind of a benefit because I'm just I, drinking I it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, you're a. I, I like that you're a cup half full type of guy. I like <laughs> Yeah, no, I was pretty angry for a long time, but I kind of realized like my situation is not going to change. So like being negative only makes it worse. Um, yeah. But obviously I'm not going to just be a fake positive person and just act like it's all good. There's still yeah. hard days, but it oh, kind of molded me into, yeah, it molded me to just try and like see the positive in things. And it's hard because then people tell you, to, you know, cheer up. And then you're just yeah. like, okay, <laughs> yeah cool like yeah. you know, I'll, i didn't think of that like, like <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> where you have been my whole life like geez you know <laughs> i mean it's it's tough i mean especially when you're like you said you you kind of one thing that we you know because i everybody has something obviously yours is, is very unique but everybody has something you know nobody's truly normal you know what i mean yeah. everybody's got something yeah. whether it's a, a pain here or or they're they're really bad at this or they got dyslexia you can't see it something everybody's got something going on, you know, and everybody wants to be quote unquote normal yet. We're all yeah. normal because we all have something, you know what right, I mean? But right. we don't want that, you know, that ailment, like you said, to, to kind of take over our lives. And we just like, Oh, I wish I was just this or that, you know what I mean? But then 
it gives you perspective and it gives you you know a different different oh, way for but, sure i mean go go on so you were on yeah. the so so three three months turned into eight years yeah great, oh my gosh great in relationships not great with food right is, 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 is that's a <laughs> yes <laughs> totally dude i uh oh my gosh dude three months i was so pumped because i thought it was all right this is temporary i'm a sophomore in high school um, so they basically said drink this and then like for three months and then you might be good after kind of right right okay. so it, it was supposed to calm down my body because I was so inflamed and then the idea was they check me out see how things are looking and once I got checked out the goal is introduce foods back in slowly yeah and so I got cleared to do that but before that I was I wasn't totally clear with rice corn and coconut so I had to take out two of them and pick one. So I picked rice. So that's part of the rice cakes story, I guess. Um, so I was excited, man. I was like, okay, I feel better. Um, things are looking up. And so the summer I'm, I'm food trialing things is what I call it, I guess. So you just try and eat it and see how your body reacts. What about drinks? Yeah. Drinks. I didn't care too much for drinks. Um, well, not alcoholic, but I'm no, saying no, like, yeah, no, I yeah, feel you. Yeah. Like, like any, like, Cause you're, you're mentioning food, but yeah. what is, what is, what's that barometer like for, for drinks? For different yeah, type, no, type of I drinks? feel like drinks wouldn't affect me as bad for whatever reason, but so I just, obviously like you probably go to water, water doesn't do yeah, it, right? Yeah. Water is fine. Um, but like if I had a soda, I'd be okay. But okay. like part of me just really wanted to eat something again. Cause for three months I was deprived of just like taste for a while. And so, man, you ever dude, like, juice like like vegetable juice and stuff like that. Yeah, I would react if I would do oh, that. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. So it just started like everything I ate, I reacted to. So I was like super pumped. And then I was like, holy crap, this sucks. Like I, I can only have rice. And then that summer was the last food I got. I think it was 20, 2013. And uh, I tried uh, like a one of those little fruit cups. And it was just pears. And I tried it and I did okay. And so I was like, all right, that's sick. And then for the next seven years, I struck out on everything I ate. <laughs> yeah. So that was crazy. Yeah. Mm, that sucked. I mean, the only thing that, I mean, not the only, but one thing that's coming to mind is people who do like cleanses, you know, like yeah. juice cleanses. Yeah. And then you're like, you, cause you're like, oh, you're doing a cleanse. It's like, no, this is a permanent <laughs> cleanse. Like people that do that shit on purpose. And you're like, yeah. I wish I could eat. And there's people who are depriving themselves of eating, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Well, people would be like, wow, you're so lucky. Like, I bet you never get fat. I'm like, dude, I would, I would kill yeah. to just eat, man. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I could just see that. Like if, if you get well or something, you, you didn't have to control yourself, you know, like, you're like, oh wait, slow down. Like, you know, don't right because you're trying to eat everything in sight you know (laughs) well there is sort of a happy ending to the story because i uh well we'll get to that okay um but yeah so it was really hard because high school i mean it's awkward time you're trying to fit in everybody right and so i just remember coming to to lunch um and not wanting to let people know like i was off all food and so i didn't want to bring my little formula to to school because that'd be weird Uh, again i was going against what i was meant to be which is a weirdo yeah and and so for lunch for a long time i just bring a rice cake and then i could tolerate like smarties because it's just sugar (laughs) and then i would just like try to try to not let people notice that i'm like barely eating anything so it's like 30 calories and i was just starved myself (laughs) because i didn't want to be weird 
so to speak. Yeah. Well, the Smarties got to have some calories for the sugar, right? It was like, <laughs> yeah, you know. a little 50 calorie, a little. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, what is it? Like you said, if, if the sugar didn't affect you, like, I, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know if you're going to kind of get into some of the, like the molecular kind of uh, reactions oh, yeah. or whatever that are going into, but I'll just, I just, I just let you go. Then I'll let you go. Keep going. Yeah, no, you're I'm good. into it. I'm into Thanks. it. Yeah. So, dude, what's weird is so P- EOE, that's what the disease is. It's different for everybody. I was more of a severe case. So, some people, maybe they just have to avoid gluten, maybe egg. But for me, it was like, I can't eat anything but rice and pears. And so, I was a swimmer growing up, competitive. And so, by the time I got this disease, like things kind of took a turn for the worse. Like it was harder. I couldn't keep enough calories in. I'm just trying to yeah, drink as much formula. Swimming, yeah. Right? You like- yeah. I couldn't have chosen a worse sport for calorie deficit. Yeah. And, and so that I will say that was the one thing that motivated me to keep drinking formula because I wanted to succeed. Um, although like I did have to change my expectations and goals for the sport and stuff like that. Oh, I was say maybe, maybe then they're like, Oh, he has an unfair advantage. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got an empty stomach. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but what was kind of cool out of all this is I was my first, I guess, reaction to this crappy situation is I was just pissed, man. Like whether you're religious, I was just angry at God. I was angry at the world. I didn't want to be around anybody who ate food. I was like, frick you dude, like get out of here. And yeah, like, which I remember is everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. And so I, like even Thanksgiving, I like forced my dad to have formula because I was pissed. And then I, then I, I kind of just came around and I was like, I don't like who I'm becoming. And so it was kind of a rock bottom moment of like, I can't change my circumstance. I was all angry about that. And then once I started doing that, I actually opened up to people about um, my disease and people were very receptive to it. People were cool about it. It was funny. I would go. So I grew up in Texas. No one's warm in there. And so I had a lot of buddies. We go to parties and stuff. It was pretty funny because I was allergic to beer. And I, I mean, in the religion, you don't really drink beer or anything. You're not supposed to. Yeah. But it'd just be it'd be kind of funny the respect people had for me because be like, oh, it's whatever. Zach can't drink beer. He's allergic to it. So it was just like kind of funny and cool how people accepted me and just accepted me for who I was. Just this like dude who yeah. can't eat. He's a little quirky, but like, hey, he's here. It's cool. He does shrooms though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to add that. I was, I was waiting for a little dramatic effect. Yeah, he does. He does everything else though. <laughs> oh, that's he's a, so funny. He's a party animal. I mean, it's a yeah. It's interesting, like uh, you know, from a perspective of like, like you said, I, just having that anger, right? And and um, growing up, like my my dad was always sick, and my dad always oh, had really? you know like different ailments. He had like bacterial meningitis at some point. He had diabetes. And like, sometimes you, you know, you like thinking back, there was days where like my dad was in a bad mood, you know, but then I think of also days where I've been sick or had some, you know, had some of my ailments and stuff. And then people tell me something just random and I'm just kind of like, leave me alone. Or just like, Hey, just, just fuck off kind of deal. Like, yeah. you know I mean? or stop moving that. It's just like something like, like, I'm just like, you know, snap. and then you think about it, it's not really about them, but then once you're in it and you're angry and you're like, you said, like, this isn't fair. Like I fucking have to yeah. drink formula. And then you're like, well, yeah. you like, you, like you said, you made your dad do it. Like you fucking drink it too. Like, yeah. you know, but totally. th- does that really make you feel better? Like, you know what I mean? Maybe in, yeah. like, you're like, oh, well, like, why should other people have to do this? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's my problem. And it's like, well, you, like, you know, you, it's kind of like you want other people to suffer too. And then yeah. they're just kind of like, okay. And then you kind of feel bad. You're like, oh, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want them to do it. You know, like, 
No, it only it only isolated me more when I did that. And that's ultimately I didn't want to be isolated. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Right. And I think that, you know, one thing that we've discussed a lot on the podcast is that like as a as a as a guy, you know, as, as, as men, anger is OK. Anger is tolerated. It's the only emotion that you can go to. Right. It's like a default. Right. Yeah. Instead of saying like instead of being there and like saying, hey, this really sucks. And you know what I mean? Because. Cause then people don't know how to deal with you being emotion or something like, Hey, like, you know, yeah, why, yeah. Why, why does this happen to me? Or, you know, this and that, or, or being re- resentful to like, Oh, like, you know, it's your fault, dad, or whatever, you know, we can't have those conversations, but if you're angry, then they understand you or they just say, they, they, well, he's angry. You know, he's got, he's going through a lot. And right. Then, and right. that's it. Instead of like really digging and, and allowing you to be sad or be, you know, like remorseful or be different, different emotions you know what i mean that you that you can go mm-hmm. through but as a guy it's like well it's either anger or not anger yeah yeah no that was the that was really hard too because it was such a weird situation that like I, I didn't know anybody who went through something like that so like i didn't feel like i had anyone i could really talk to or relate to yeah. in a sense but i will say when i started just accepting my situation i just tried to move forward and uh what was really it was cool like i i made more friends than i ever could have which was like cool at the time um but i i just felt comfortable in my skin more yeah and i felt comfortable in my faith i was i was like scared to tell people i was a mormon dude just because i don't know i thought people would be like oh this guy's a fricker get him out of here um i don't know i i You're like there's gotta... already like i got enough going on yeah. oh by the way i'm also mormon <laughs> and i you know like... got six wives coming man but uh <laughs> Yeah, I, there's just a lot of insecurities, but like the situation forced me to just embrace it. And yeah. so like towards the end of my senior year of call or sorry, high school, <laughs> I'm still in college, <laughs> but um, I, I was drinking formula still and the mental toll it took on my my health was terrible. Um, it was just like it's an instinct, like we just want to eat food and then every social situation. Hey, what do you want to do? Let's hang out. Let's go out to eat. And so it, it just became like this weird isolation, but I'd push myself to go hang out with people just because I enjoyed the presence of others. Yeah. Um, but it was like really tough on my mental health. Like it, it was wrecking me. Like I just felt so down. Yeah. And so I, uh, I remember I was against getting a feeding tube. Again, I'm fighting like being weird, being different. A feeding tube basically would make it so I wouldn't have to drink it anymore. The taste of formula which would be huge. And so I finally was like, all right, I'm going to just get it. I'm going to get a feeding tube. So it was the end of my senior year. I finished up my swimming um, and I was, I wanted to swim in college and I knew I, it would be college is way harder and I'd have to drink way more. So those are kind of like the motivation factors. And so I got it and it was like the best decision I could have made. It was so much better. But a week later, I, uh, I was being uh, a cool guy and just was going on a ripstick those death traps, uh, the skateboard things. And I just broke my wrist. So I like ruined my chances of swimming college. (laughs) I was out for three months. It was so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. I was like, I got a feeding tube so I could swim in college, but now I just have a feeding tube, but it worked out. I'm glad I honestly didn't swim, but yeah. So that was crazy. That's interesting. I mean, like I said, the, 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 the feeding tube is obviously, you know, it's like, um, 
is there anything that with the feeding tube since since I hear in, in its exophagitis is that had to yeah. do with your exophagus or the feet does the feeding tube have less restrictions on what you can eat yeah so yeah the feeding tube is really just to like inject formula um that was it like i wouldn't blend up foods or anything like that yeah um i always thought it'd be cool if i ever wanted to drink i could just show off and inject it into my feeding tube be yeah. so dope life of the party funnel it in there <laughs> <laughs> Woo! so the yeah. the way it works is there so it's the tube here it's right here yeah and so there's a connector and then a syringe and so that would i would pull it out of the alcohol if yeah. i was down and just go hard in the paint man yeah I'm no, a legend. I, my, my daddy's have a feeding tube so i I'm oh really familiar, i'm familiar with it yeah he had it a little bit more like right on top of his um stomach oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's weird it like, i don't know why kinda, mine's so low kind of right in the middle maybe your stomach's in a different place man. <laughs> yeah something happened you just had to keep being weird right you had to move the stomach <laughs> and <then>. exactly <laughs> I, well, I, I was thinking when you said six wives i was like well at least they don't have to be able to cook <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know no I mean? dude dude i started to realize the benefits because i was like yo so the dates are, are a little bit awkward because you know like you go out to eat and the, i'm not eating the girl probably feels weird yeah. But it made for some cheap dates, man. Like it was sweet. <laughs> Saved a lot of money. Did you give him formula? Or did you... <laughs> <laughs> if I was having a bad day, I'd be like, all right, you're having formula. <laughs> then we you say kiss. You say you're married now. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Married? I got, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So I met my wife um, in 2018. So, okay. yeah. Well, let me, can I back up real go quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. So it's kind of crazy. So, I thought things are hard enough in high school. So I go to BYU for a year. It's the, the Mormon awesome school for Mormons. And yeah. so Mormons, um, they like to go on missions. Some of them are, are kind of peer pressured into it, but I, I genuinely elaborate because other people yeah. hear missions. They think like freaking like a go to like Africa. Grand Theft Auto. They think, <laughs> <laughs> they think Shrooms, call baby. Mission. Yeah. You know? So I mean, missions, yes. like, um, you have, uh, it's just so people understand. I know that I, I've I've talked to a lot of Mormons before, and yeah, kind of, you have to do you have to do it like a whole year, right? Or so yeah, they're two years, two years, which okay. is nuts. It's a long time. So it's that's different away from, from like, everybody, right? Like like your family, yeah. everybody. Yeah. So um, the way it works is it's kind of like going in the military, dude. Like you submit an application, and I'm like, yo, I only eat rice and pears, um, and that was about it. And basically you kind of have to be like living the commandments that we believe in, just like no drinking, whatever it is. Yeah. And so obviously you could lie, but uh, I don't know. You just say I'm living these things and I'm going to go. And so I went out um, and the way, sorry, the way they send you to places is they pray about it. Um, just like any religion, I guess. And so they're like, all right, pray. Boom. It's kind of funny, I guess. Kind of weird, but Zach's going to go to Orlando, Florida. He's going to speak Spanish. That was like the revelation, so to speak. Okay. And so I get a letter and it says, dear there Zach. A, so there's no wheel or anything that Joseph Smith. Just brrr, <laughs> you know. Joseph comes back from the grave, baby. <laughs> Miami, Miami, Miami. Yes. <laughs> Please take me to Miami. Uh, yeah, man. Maybe they do have a wheel. But what I hear is that the, the good guys in Salt Lake, they, they pray about it. And okay. there's app applications coming in left and right. And uh, they'll send you to wherever they feel inspired, I guess. And I, uh, I, and it, there's some logic to it. Like, I'm not going to go to 
Africa if I can only have rice and pears and I need kind of like a nice, okay. nicer place yeah. to live. So yeah, I got called to soft corners, no rough edges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's a weak man. <laughs> <laughs> so the the letter, so they call us elders. Um, it's it's yeah. kind of like a title of like a missionary, basically. Um, and so yeah, I got called to Orlando. I was super pumped, uh, but honestly, I didn't really realize how tough it was going to be. Just being because you're you're cut off. They just changed it, but when I was out, I went out in 2016 to 2018 and so you're cut off from like communication with your family yeah and every week you're allowed to send an email that's it and so one i'm, I'm on my own and then you get paired with a random person you're like companions or partners and you don't know if they're gonna suck like they're gonna be a frick and like you're not gonna get along this is for the entire two years so the way it would work is you'd have partners for a period of six weeks. And then at the end of the six weeks, you find out if you like go to a different area or get a new partner that comes to you. So yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. There's missions all around the world. It's called the Orlando mission. It's like a certain geographical area. And then there's like a guy called a mission president who's like assigned by the church to like oversee 200 missionaries. And so he's like in charge of like picking where they go. Am I wrong or did they change? Like, it's not Mormons no more. Yeah, so Mormons is just, like, the nickname. But, like, it confuses people because, I mean, I believe we're Christian. That's, like, what we proclaim. But the word Mormon kind of is, like, well, what the heck is a Mormon? And so they say, like, let's call, say, tell people you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But, like, that's, like, six sentences. (laughs) Yeah. So Mormons is just kind of the nickname. But, like, officially we they want us to say church of jesus christ so it doesn't confuse people as much the whole latter-day saints is the the yeah it's like the add-on i guess okay yeah and so i went out and i'm rice and pears and before you go if you're learning a language uh you go to a place called a missionary training center and it's just like you go there for six weeks and it's just to learn the language and so I'm trying to learn Spanish and the the people who teach are usually people who are like served in Mexico or somewhere like that. And so when you walk in the first day, it's like an immersion thing. They only talk Spanish to you no matter what. Yeah. So like, if I'm like, I don't know yeah, what you're that's saying. The, that's the best way to learn. Yeah. 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 It, it helped a lot. So after six weeks, I'm already anxious as frick because I'm away from everybody. And then, yeah, it was just a new setting. It was just kind of crazy. And so I get sent to Orlando in the first four months like it's cool it's pretty funny like the first day i'm like man my spanish is so good (laughs) dude i wish man (laughs) so i was like my spanish is so good i was so confident we like knock on someone's door and uh the lady's just rattling off her spanish i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing it's pretty funny more than than likely cuban too so it's like yeah oh yeah i mean i speak spanish but as some cubans i'm like bro you're yeah you're fast puerto rico dude puerto ricans talk freaking fast oh my gosh yeah it was a melting pot (laughs) so yeah so you know spanish then we could see un poco poquito poquito pero soy una gringo lo siento oh there you go i try (laughs) so Yeah. yeah Yeah, man. I, it was really cool. I loved like the cultures. It was really sweet. It brings a cool perspective. Um, and to be honest, like 
if you're trying to pick like a popular Christian religion, like don't pick Mormons because like we believe in another book and then you got confusion there and then people are just like weirded out. And we're like coming at you in white ties like, yo, what's up? And they're just like, nah. And so there's a lot of rejection out there. Yeah. Which I didn't mind. We started to make games out of it. Like, let's see how many doors. You don't want to be here. To, you're saying for them not to pick Mormons. I mean, you're saying that the complication of it, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I like to be authentic too. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. And that was like kind of the cool thing about. I just don't want to get you in trouble, man. I don't want to. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're going to come at me. Uh, I don't, I don't want to get canceled. You're going to get me canceled, man. <laughs> Cancel uh, culture. The Mormon church is going to come after me. <laughs> And then they'll send you to Orlando as your punishment for a mission. Hey, <laughs> but dude, it was, uh, so do, it was do they fund it? Or do they? So it's all volunteers. So like I, I paid out of my own pocket, but it's, it's honestly not too bad. It's for two years. It's like $10,000. Um, but you're for, living like bare minimum. Yeah. So the, lifestyle, the, right? yeah, the, it's interesting. So like everyone, so the church kind of handles the finances. So you're like, okay, here's 10,000. And the way it works is it's like covered for your whole mission. So if you live, if you're in Europe, it's more expensive there or some other poor country, everyone pays the same rate and it kind of evens out. And then everyone gets a, like an allowance, $200 a month for groceries or something Oof. like that. Yeah. But, no, you're fine. Yeah, I know. Dude, no, I was totally fine. <laughs> I was like, I don't... <laughs> dude, that became something kind of fun because I, uh, since I couldn't eat, I like had all this money. I should have saved it and like bought an Xbox or something. But <laughs> I was like in the missionary spirit and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to go get some food and just like throw out food to everybody and just like have a good time. Yeah. And that was like, that was really cool. Um, Cause like the way I went about it is like, I, I didn't want to force anything upon people. If they weren't interested, that's cool. But I wanted to at least leave a good impression of like, Hey, at least these guys are like nice. And so I kind of really enjoyed just like, be like, hey, you want some tamales? I just, I just freaking bought some tamales. Like, have a great day. You interested? Yeah. Nope. All right. Take care, man. It's all good. But um, I met some cool people. So when you're on this mission thing, there's kind of like, well, there's church. You go to church every week and there's members there. And what was cool is like these people feed us. But that also sucked for me because I'd go. Oh. And they go, por que no puedes comer? I'd be like, lo siento, no puedo comer. Tengo allergias or whatever. And uh, I'd have to explain myself over yeah. and over and over. And, did, you uh, learn how to, did you learn how to say it in Spanish? Yeah, dude. I, I was like, <laughs> no puedo comer porque tengo globulos blancos or like white yeah. blood cells or something weird like that. And then, yeah, yeah dude. And then I'd say, just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they would just look at me like glazed over because probably I didn't pronounce it right. And so, yeah. And so what they would do, cause they felt bad. And so they give me like a mountain of white rice and then canned pears like crazy. But the night, one cool thing is people would give me, it was like nectar de pera, like pear juice. Okay. And that was legit pretty good. But uh, dude, it was hard because I'm learning the language. I was cut off from everybody. Um, and like it just is hard uh, you're rejected a lot and you're just with a random companion <laughs> yeah and how i mean what kind of resources do they give you for you know like you said mental health and yeah to, to, to talk to somebody to to guide you along and right you know yeah so they had 
they had a like a mission therapist you could go to and I went to him that that helped a lot but it was just like this the fact that like we don't get paid to do this all volunteer and then the fact that it's like from 9 a.m to 10 p.m you're out working like just serving people never think about yourself and that's great like that's like I've learned a lot but it's also like draining very draining this is seven days a week uh yeah yeah every day so like there wasn't like hey let's go let's just play video games or whatever like we didn't even have like an xbox or anything it's like scriptures read the bible book of mormon try and serve people whatever you can do and it it was cool like it was awesome but it was just extremely difficult and i wasn't prepared for that yeah and so like my anxiety like went crazy and so four months in you did this in college sorry you did this in college yeah so the cool thing like if you go to byu they support missions so like you'll you can put your schooling on hold and then come back okay after two years okay yeah so i took a a little break from college after a year that's kind of like the typical time that people go and uh so i went and well while i was out there after four months um i started reacting to rice and pears and so I was throwing up. And You're so like, no, yeah. the one thing or the two yeah, things. I'm like, that... I'm like, frick you, God. Like, what the heck, dude? Like, I'm, I'm trying to serve people. Like, what yeah, is this? Yeah. At least I'm trying. And then, so I kind of joking, but kind of not. And then, uh, so for six more months, I was on, I called it Sopa de Agua. Cause I, I mean, I'm always trying to like choose the positive. So it's just water in a bowl when I'd eat at these people's houses. Cause it's awkward as, as frick to just sit there and while they're like the Latin they were, culture, they were, they, they were probably like, man, this kid is so humble. Like, he's, <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't even want to eat. He's like, yeah. oh, you guys eat. I'm not eating anything. Right. You know, like, well, they would oh, get, man. I mean, food's huge in like Latin culture and like, they would get a little bit offended and the way it worked, oh, yeah. I, I would just flash my feeding tube and they'd be like, Oh, I'll be an elder. It's, it's okay. And so that was kind of cool, but yeah, they definitely had like a respect for me, but they, they all felt so bad. And because they felt so bad, they would keep reminding me that I couldn't eat and that they were sorry. And that yeah. like totally weighed me down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, stop yet. I don't want to think about that. They didn't but give they, you like a little, they should have just given you like a little button up crop top. They, that way you just see <laughs> feeding tube the whole time. You're like, Seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And uh, so I was just on Sober de Agua. And so like, that's when things, I think something starts snapping in my mind. So I was just losing it without realizing it. Um, I was just it's pushing just myself. A, yeah. That the incrementally, like those little, little things start adding up. Right. And you start yeah. kind of, it's kind of like a, you, you begin to build a resentment towards your, towards your situation. Right. And totally. Like everything's adding up. And like you said, the, the two things that you were eating, now you're reacting to those things and you think you're doing all the right things. Not only. Right not only as a human, like as in, in, in your religion and your service, but for your health and you're like, right. Fuck, you know, totally. Yeah. And so six months go by. And then, so because I previously, I, I tried medicines and they never worked. And yeah. so I got news of like a clinical trial and it, a clinical trial for people who don't know what that is, it's like a controlled experiment. And I got, I heard news about it, that there's going to be one in Cincinnati and it, after six months of water, I was desperate. I was like, I need something. And so, but I didn't want to go home. Um, I wanted to but stay you were on still my getting your formula, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it became excruciating 
like I just found myself like wanting to taste all the time, but now I was just, there's no taste or anything. Yeah. Um, so news came about this, like my mom emailed me about it and she knew about my situation. Like things were kind of going downhill. And, uh, I told my mission president and he, he was a nice guy. He was like, have you tried asparagus? Like he was kind of naive. I was like, that's not how it works, man, but I appreciate it. And what so, about <laughs> broccoli? He just gets going down the line. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many times I, I tell people, Oh, I can only have rice and pears. And they go, can you have pizza? I'm like, yeah. no, I can only have rice and pears. Like hamburgers. I'm like, no, I can only have rice and pears. It's just like, repeat. Do you ever see that? Uh, the, um, like whole foods was selling asparagus water. <laughs> no. It was like, that's what made me think of like, it's like in, it basically was a jar of water with like asparagus in it. And I was it like infused and it was like, <laughs> I don't know how much money it was like. Stupid. Oh, geez. That just made yeah. me think of that as like, well, you got to try asparagus water. That'll, that'll <laughs> you up. Yeah. Get some celery juice. It'll cure you. Yeah. People will be like, try essential oils. Like I'm sure they smell good, but I don't know if that's a, that's a cure for I, you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm sure you've heard this before. Yeah. Have you tried cannabis? No, no. And that's the thing too. It's like, it's uh our religion is not about it, but if it's for medical use, like it's cool, but I've heard some good things about it. It's opening up in Utah. I know, I know yeah. a few, a few um, dis- I think dispensaries out in Utah. That- yeah. I've heard it. It's like good for treating Crohn's that's kind of yeah. related. So, yeah. So that, that's why I was asking kind of what it, like you said, it, it, the tax it. So that's why I was like asking it because Crohn's is like an inflammation thing and that's why cannabis is good for it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like, um, it also is really good for nausea. That's why a lot of cancer patients use it when they're going through chemotherapy because of the nausea that it gives them. Yeah. You know, you know maybe that, that could be something I could try in the future. Just see I mean, there's, di- there's different ways, you know, and there's different, um, there's different uh, uh, modalities or, or whatever you, however you want to call it to, to take it. Right. Because um, it's, you don't necessarily have to smoke a bowl. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's pills, there's capsules, yeah. there's, there's there's patches also that you can just like literally put on and it just you know that's cool slowly kind of goes into your body uh, and there's a there's a company called charlotte's web okay i would look into them charlotte's web basically the the way that they started was i think i think the the founder or something his daughter had epilepsy and he was he, he had to move in order for his daughter to have access to to medicinal marijuana because um, the marijuana, that's another thing that it's really good for is uh-huh. epilepsy. So it, it reduced where she was having up to like, I don't know, 30 seizures a day. Jeez. Cannabis reduced it to like one or two and then eventually to, to none, you know. So that's kind of the other side of it. I, I know usually yeah. we hear like the recreational side of cannabis, you know, but there's a lot of things. And I know that there, now there's a drug, it's called Epidelux or something like that. That's oh, okay. for that. So. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth a shot. You know, it's one right. of those things and, and you could also do like a tincture and you just, it just goes right under your tongue and you just huh. drip it in there and it goes into the membranes. There's also another one that, um, it goes up your poop chute. That's a, so that's a, you know, yeah. so since you can't eat it, it just, it goes right into the membranes and it goes in your body. So Dude, they need to come out with a feeding tube on, I can inject it. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that you could just put it right in there. It'd be just like ed- edible, like an edible type, you know. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's a that, that's 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 an option, you know. I, I think you know to not to step on any toes of the religion or what yeah, they no. believe, but 
I mean, it, it's, it's getting there, you know what I mean? And it's, um, it's getting a more wider acceptance. I'm, you know, personally, I'm in the industry, so obviously I, I know oh, nice. a lot about it. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's, a. am not a big proponent of like, you know, oh yeah, like, you know, you should just try it cause it'll be fine. You should just get really high. No, it's more like, you know, try what might, potentially could work for you and, and, and give it a, give, test it, you know I mean? Just like right. you've tested so many other things, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. That's, you know, that's all you could do. And if it, if it brings some relief, it can't hurt, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, I know there's no cure, but if there's something that alleviates or relieves the pain, like, why not? Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. So there isn't, do you know, is there some kind of support group or is there, or have you connected with people that have the same thing or? Yeah, so totally. So after my mission, so let me finish that, I guess. Go ahead, go ahead. So I basically, I get approved to be able to do this clinical trial while I'm on my mission and I, they'd fly me out. So it was like a cool circumstance. And they pay you too, right? To do the clinical trial. Uh, I don't know if it was a paid one. It might've okay. been. Yeah. I but saw yeah. a thing about guys that go to clinical trials. Like that's all they do. <laughs> you get to make money. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that got approved, but the issue was, is so there's in this disease, the thing that, that you don't want is too many eosinophils, which are white blood cells. Mm -hmm. And so my eosinophil count was always high, but then I, I went on just water and formula. So on paper, it was zero. So I looked good. I looked healthy, but I wasn't because obviously I couldn't eat. So to qualify for a clinical trial, I had to have a certain eosinophil count. I had to, I had to eat food essentially. So after 10 months of being out in Orlando, doing my thing, I uh, had the chance to eat food and I, it was freaking awesome to just eat. Um, it was awesome not to deny these awesome Latin people of their delicious food, which I finally you, got to try. What did you have? You had the, like the platanos, the tostones. Oh yeah. Those? Platanos. And then like uh, empanadas, like from Venezuela. Okay. Mangu from the Dominican Republic, just like everything. It was so good. Um, but the the crappy thing is I was throwing up daily. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like then that's a bigger insult to them, right? You're like, oh man, I can't <laughs> food. <You're> like, <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh. There's one we were at a meal, and uh this is towards the end of like I was losing it, and uh I ate food and like <laughs> we're saying a prayer to like say goodbye or whatever and during the prayer i'm like about to throw up and i like got up during the prayer and just vomited all <laughs> it was pretty funny so what's, um, what's that uh what's that threshold or what's that timing like after, after eating what oh my gosh it's uh pretty immediate maybe like 20 to 30 minutes oh shit yeah and uh dude I was in so much pain, but I was so, I was, I kind of lost it before that point. And so I was like, reality wasn't totally clear looking back. So what I mean by that, I guess, is like, I'd eat food and I'd get sick, but I would think, okay, this is like what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I want to get in this clinical trial. Um, there's sort of like a little bit of a spiritual, like, God, please help me. And you're dehydrated too, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so I would eat, throw up, eat, throw up. Um, and over the course of four months, I lost 25, 30 pounds. And I was like 170 out there. I'm 6'2". But it was more of the malnutrition and the immense pain I put myself in. 
Yeah, that sucks because you have to like put yourself into more pain in order to to get help. Yeah, or to, yeah, or, or potentially potential yes. help. Still, and, you know. Oh my gosh, I was so desperate, and so I I started not being able to like grip things. Like I was losing oh. strength. Like my malnutrition was getting to the point where it was really bad, and I was kind of just not feeling it. And so like my mission presence would be like, how's everything going? Elder Barber, my last name is Barber. And I'd just be like, it's going great. Like I, I'm doing awesome. And like my voice became kind of frail or, or I don't know. And yeah. so after four months, uh, I was, I got a new companion and I was really not in a good spot. And, uh, but I just didn't realize it. And so we went to church after church, I felt is this, is this mentally sorry to cut you off mentally Me or, or physically like mentally I was gone physically? Okay. physically. Yeah. And so we go to church and, um, afterwards I started getting really paranoid and I got these wild thoughts coming at me. And so I like could feel like, and of course, as a missionary, you're like all spiritual. So I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Like you're always trying to feel something, which is kind of you're funny. Like, oh my God, I'm talking to him. This you're is like, awesome. <laughs> but uh, the thoughts got crazy. So it was like, there's people after you outside. And I'm like, I feel freaking crazy. And so I like tell my companion and he's freaking out because I'm like, my eyes are like wide and I'm like totally like serious about it. Like you think I'm joking. Uh, how, how's your sleep? at this point is that non-existent or is that it was okay there okay. were nights where i would be in immense pain and then i'd throw up and then i would throw up to the point where there's nothing left and then like bile would come up and it would like burn my throat yeah and uh it was like i was grasping for something to hold on to but there's nothing there yeah so i was like constantly praying god please help please help please help like where's like ocd at this point where i'm just like not good and so that day I'm paranoid. And then I stopped being able to move. Like I couldn't walk. And so, which is weird. And my companions like freaking out. And so I'm like elder, there's people outside of the church and they want to kill us basically, which is like crazy. Like, why would I ever say that up, up until that point? I would never say that, but it was like this, like, it was like, I was on shrooms, man. Maybe I was on shrooms, but um, yeah. so I'm like, okay, it's been 30 minutes let's let's get out and so i get out and then i see just a black car my mind goes that's them that's them and so i'm like elder let's run so we run to our car of course there's a, the bike rack on the back because missionaries ride bikes yeah. and so i'm driving i should not have been driving but <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i'll drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so wait but at this point do you know if, if you're from um, your companion if is is he like is he like, oh, dang, like, is he like believing you or is he like kind of like playing along with you? I don't know if you know or he's... if he said anything. We laugh about it now because we were companions for a week and then I went home after this. So okay. I get on and he's just like concerned. He's like Elder Barber, like, I believe you, but like, what's going on? And so I'm just like, dude, they're after us. We got to go. We got to go. Just like a movie, like Tom Cruise or something. And so I would get out. I'm, I'm more worried about Florida. him than you because he's, he's like, he's body. Dude. Oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it, it was wild, dude. And so um, we swerve out. And then I started to get these thoughts that it's ISIS. ISIS okay. was after me. And I could see their faces like vividly. And like they're like, like all craziness. And then this black car that I just saw, like everything was, it was like I was grasping onto something to, 
to hold on to. Yeah. And so I hit like 80 to 100 miles per hour on a 40. And I'm just like, they're after us, after us, after us. Zoo, 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 zoo. And uh, my companion's like, Elder Barber, Elder Barber, Elder Barber. And uh, but you remember this. this you remember this vividly? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, it was, at, it, it's caused PTSD for sure. Um, so I'm going crazy, swerve right. And basically my mind's just like taking control. Like it's almost like I'm outside of my body in a sense. I've been through so much pain and stress that my body's like, all right, I'm taking control here. And I'd suppressed all this pain. So swerve, swerve. And then we like go in an apartment complex and we're hiding. And I'm like, elder dude, we got to lay low. And uh, I'm like, dude. And then these thoughts come in my head. It's like, they're tracking you on your bike rack, which is like super funny. And so we, I convinced, cause I'm so serious about this. And my companion's like, what in the world is going on? that I convinced them that we need to throw our bike rack in a swamp. And so just imagine these like guys in white ties, like these Mormon dudes. And we're just like chucking a bike rack over a fence. And uh, I'm like, dude, they're also tracking us on our, our flip phone. And so I just imagine people are seeing it. you, people are seeing you like, look, they're over. They're like, fuck these bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Let's go to yeah. Disney world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh it was, it was nuts, dude. And so we're hiding out and I'm like, dude, we got to hide out. And then my mind says, okay, we're safe. And so we get out and then I'm like tearing up like crazy. And then I like command these people to just die. Cause I'm just like spiritual weirdo, like not in the right space. Like Mormons don't do that. Like that's not something you would do in yeah. a religion. And then like tears come down my face. I'm like, I'm just, like just shaking. And so, uh, Obviously, I was not good. And so we go to my mission president's house. But before that, we went to Popeye's, which is awesome. And uh, that was weird. <laughs> so random. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were starving because <laughs> we didn't have our phone and we didn't have anything. And uh, we're like, dude, we're, uh, we got to eat. Like, we just killed ISIS. So we should just, we, we need to eat a meal. <laughs> we earned this Popeye's. We just killed ISIS. <laughs> we, we just saved the world. And, and uh, so, go to my our mission president place and like i'm just like dude i just isis was after us and my mission president's like he could tell like i was not well and so a couple days later i get sent home early which i was kind of pumped for because i was tired out of my mind and uh normally it's two years but i was like 15 months and i went home and that's when my symptoms got really weird so i was still confused like i felt like why would I have was it these... like sporadic or was it like consistent? Like you were always confused. Um, it was like in three hour stints where I'd be okay. confused. So I came home, saw my parents. I couldn't even hug my mom. They take me to the hospital and they're like, nothing's wrong. He's fine. And then, so I'd come back home and then I'd have suicidal thoughts, but I'd feel happy. So like what we learned is it was disassociating. I was disassociating. So disassociation comes from trauma and it presents in weird ways. And it, for me, I would uh, lose, I wouldn't be able to move. I would stutter. Um, and then I would speak gibberish on some occasions. Like I would try to speak, nothing would come out. And then I would get suicidal thoughts. And then I'd see shadows that weren't there. It was just crazy. So like every time I'd have these, my parents were freaked out. And I'd go to the hospital. They'd be like, oh, he's fine. Go back again. And they did tests on my brain. Nothing's, nothing was wrong. 
uh, still think they should do another test, but, um, yeah, dude, they diagnosed me with like conversion disorder, which is like, just like a disassociation thing. And they're like, all right, you need to go to therapy, which was good. And so I went to therapy. This is 2018 and I'm going and basically what helped my symptoms. Cause every day, like I, I was crying. I'd go through weird, happy, sad weirdness. And so polarities like kind of like yeah yeah and so like they they i go to therapy and then i fill out the questionnaire like one to ten are you sad one to ten do you feel dark and so i was like they thought i was uh, potentially psychotic autistic like everything in the book and so therapy was good for me because i came to terms that isis never existed even though it was such like a hallucination real feeling and by accepting things that weren't actually there, my symptoms reduced. But the issue from that point was my stress tolerance. I had eaten, thrown up, drank water soup that like I went way past my tolerance for so long that it kind of crashed when I like defeated ISIS. And so since 2018, I'm not all the way 100%, but I've had to work my stress tolerance up. And so it started off like being in a place with lights, being in a place with people, I would start to twitch. I'd start to get crazy um, thoughts or something like that. And um, it's been a crazy long journey, but that year is when I met Aubrey, my wife, which was awesome. And we met on dating app. That's what we do. And so I'd gone three months of therapy. Is this um, a regular dating app or is, a, is it? It was a it was a Mormon dating app. So it's okay. like in Utah, there's lots of Mormons. So it's called like mutual. So yeah. Um, some people use Tinder here, but mutual is kind of like, hey, if you want to find people who are similar in some ways. It's and, like Christian uh, Mingle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or farmers yeah, only. Honestly, pretty much like that. And what well, it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> farmers only, baby. I would <laughs> this was three months or so I came back in February of 2018. June is when I met Aubrey. So in between that, I'm just going to therapy, trying to like make myself not crazy. And, uh, I was pretty broken to that point, but I was getting some progress. And then stating app, I'm like, All right, I needed, I had a girlfriend while I was on my mission where I'd like write letters, whatever. And then she saw I was kind of nutso. So she kind of dumped me, which is all good. I guess I was annoyed in the moment. Was she also Mormon or? Yeah. Yeah, she was. I met her before I left. Um, so I I'm on this dating thing. I'm like, all right, I want to try it out. And, uh, of course I'm like myself, I'm like, Hey, on my bio, I love rice and pears. I'm a nice guy, whatever. And, uh, Aubrey swiped her out of me and swiped right, whatever. And she sent me a message, which was cool. Usually the guy sends the message first. Yeah. And uh, she's like, wow, Rice and Paris sounds like an awesome combo. A combo. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then I, I, I just wanted to be up front. So I was like, yeah, I actually have a weird disease. Da, 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 da. And uh, I'd love wow. to still I'd love to still go out with you kind of thing. I, I thought the, the Rice and Paris was out already, though. Oh, yeah. So I uh, come back, come back. Yeah, it came made back. It come back. <laughs> <laughs> made a comeback. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh we went, we went and got snow cones because like Smarties back in the day, like sugar was okay. It's just sugar and water, water. Um, yeah, so yeah. We, we go on our date and uh, while we're talking again, my stress tolerance is kind of crappy and I start disassociating like twitching or like starting to like feel slow. And so I'm like, shoot, this is awkward. Like 
this is not the way I'd want it to go. And so literally like 20 minutes after we sat down, I was like, Hey, is it cool if we go in my car and just chill for a sec? <laughs> and, uh, we went in my car and I was, I just, it kind of forced me to just open up what I just been through. And well, you felt more comfortable in your car. It was safe. It was safe yeah. Place like, for you, yeah. yeah, the way I, like, if I had these symptoms, the way to get back to somewhat normal is to just be quiet and just like relax. Like trying yeah, you to, gotta, it you got to ground yourself. Yes. And so it was really in like that moment where like, I was like, wow, this girl's really cool. Cause she, I just told her I defeated ISIS and she was down, man. She was cool. <laughs> she was ready. She was She's ready. like, sign me up, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so I, uh, our date was super short. I drove her home and we dated ever since then. And then a year later we got married on the, the day we had our snow cone, which was awesome. But yeah, Aubrey was like, it was cool because I, I feel like because I was like just ill and stuff, like I, I couldn't hide anything. Like I just had to be myself. And so there's something kind of secure about knowing that she's seen me at my worst. Yeah. And that she liked me for me. And then obviously she we just really connected really well. So we got married and that was awesome. But yeah, that's up to that point. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a you it seems like you got to a place where you kind of just got tired of, of hiding and tired yeah. of tired of, of wanting to be quote unquote normal. Right. Where you're just like, look, this, this is what's going on. And this is what I get. Totally. You know, this is my story. And you know, take it or leave it, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, dude. I, uh, so I tried to go back to college, uh, while I was dating Aubrey and then my stress tolerance crashed again. So I had to drop out. So it's kind of been this thing where I try, fail, try, fail, but it's slowly getting there, I guess. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's been crazy, but it's connected me with a cool nonprofit that uh, donates money for my disease called Cured. Um, that's been cool. I get, I volunteer for them. I, I like make self-help videos, I guess. And then most recently I, I had to drop out of most of my classes again last semester because I crashed again, but I, I decided to do a podcast and just make a podcast where it's for people with chronic or mental health issues, but also just people who are unique and different or, or weird and just a place where they can relate and just hang out. That's what drew me to your sounds, podcast. Sounds like so. a dope podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm describing yours, man. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's great. I mean, the, the more the merrier, the more the more people that we can connect and, and, yeah. and reach with the, with the same kind of uh, message, you know, because y yes, you're like I said, your situation is unique in the sense of, of, of what you have. Um, but you know, every, like I said, everybody has something that, 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 that they deal with, you know what I mean? And some people yeah. like you, yours is very severe what you had, but you, you know, you, you've dealt with it and you're finding a way to kind of move forward. There's some people that have something that's very minimal, you know what I mean? And, and can't deal with it at all. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it yeah. tears them apart. Like just something very like, Oh, I, you know, my left eye or something, or it doesn't work as well, or I have bad vision. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And they're freaking out over you know what I mean? Something that's like not that big of a deal, you know, like yeah. something that can be fixed or whatever, maybe, you know? Yeah, dude. And it was some good news though. So last year pandemic sucked, but for me, I, the U of U, U University of Utah, they have really yeah. good doctors for EOE. And what was awesome, my doctors are very open-minded. And so they were willing to take, you know, a unique route, kind of like how you were talking about marijuana or something just different. 
And so they had these samples of a, a drug that they're doing in a clinical trial, like the clinical trial I wanted to get into. Also, oh, so you didn't I, get into I never the qualified, trial? never qualified. Yeah, what? that was the biggest F you to me. I felt like I was like, man, this is crazy. And so I got, was able to try these samples and they worked. Um, they killed my eosinophils. <laughs> and uh, there's another drug coinciding, kind of a, a more... Uh, alternative approach to just trying to target EOE. And with those together, they've kind of complemented it. And for the first time in eight years, I've been able to eat food, not to the extent of like everything's perfect, but I can, instead of just rice and pears, I've added chicken and like veggies. Ooh. Yeah. And then like, I can have like salsa or a little bit of dairy, but the things that like really kill me, I can't have any other meats besides chicken, but I'm cool with that. Like after eating one thing over and over, I have a good, like I have good longevity. Like I could eat something, the same thing every day for a while, <laughs> but um, yeah. it's gotten a lot better. My, I don't throw up as much and I don't get pain in my stomach. I do get brain fog, which is like mm. kind of those disassociation yeah. symptoms. Yeah. But that's been really awesome. Like I I've gained 25 pounds and feel, I feel good that the burden's been lifted for a good chunk. And, uh, now, so I swam in high school and I, uh, I was kind of annoyed that I got food taken away, but now that I'm eating again, my goal is to try and train and just beat my best times in high school from high school. And that that's kind of like an inspiration to like, Hey, screw you chronic illness. I'm going to show you, I'm going to swim and see if I can beat my best times. So that's kind of like what I'm training for right now. Just, just for like fun, I guess. Yeah. But no, yeah. it, it's good. It's good to have. It's good to have other things and, and things that, you know, goals yeah. for yourself. Um, and it's good that you have a good support system, too. Right. Like you mentioned your mom. And, yeah. You know, your, your wife, your your wife now, you know, basically accept you and, and know what's going on, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I'll I'll speak gibberish sometimes and she'll laugh and it's it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, but I don't know how to She's like you're manic right now, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. But I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> I took out ISIS though. Yeah, like, let's go, baby. <laughs> you see well, it on the news. You're like, I already got those guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was crazy, man. It's crazy what can happen in life. I remember coming back and being so pissed off. I was like, ready to dish this Mormon garbage. I was like, this is, this is dumb, man. Like I, I spent 15 months serving a mission, trying to help people. It's kind of the question of why do bad things happen to good people? But I mean, that's just life. That's going to happen. And I, I mean, if anything, it, it really made me take a serious look at what do I believe? Like, do I really want this? And I, can't, I, I came to my own conclusion, you know, like at the end of the day, it does make me happy. Um, and I mean, we don't know everything and that's cool, but it's something I want for myself. And it was kind of a cool moment to you know, have a good conversation with God and be like, frick you, dude, you, you messed me up, man. What the heck? And then realize, you know what? It's part of life. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it is a growing experience for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like back to the point that I was saying, like certain people have go through something very small and, and it crushes them. And, you know, yeah. some people can go through a lot more like yourself and you have, you know, the capabilities, obviously you're like, man, I got to keep going through it. And, you know, but, 
you're 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 stronger you have you know and i know it's cliche but it's now you, now you have more perspective right and yeah in the oh, same yeah. way that you mentioned like you know your your religion um you know i personally you know i grew up catholic i'm i will consider myself spiritual and agnostic um but yeah i kind of take in whatever 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 comes in and if, if you're a good person to me i'm a good person to you usually my rule of thumb is just uh you know treat others how you want to be treated I feel like that's just word, you know, that's my religion. That's it pretty much. I, no I other rules that. besides that. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. no, nobody's excluded. Nobody's, you know, so all of the politics around it, that that's really like, eh, I don't, I don't want to deal with that, but yeah, more like, I love just, that. Hey, you know, treat people how you, how you want to be treated. Um, but I mean, I'm glad that you, you know, you, you also found like all of these things, like, you know, I, I always hear these stories of people that are like, oh, I was going through this or going through that. I felt so weak. But all those things, like I mean, you you weren't afraid to continue to test and to to, to find solutions to to go to therapy to yeah. you know what I mean to to still go on your mission to where you could be like, hey man, this mission is gonna be really hard for me because I can only eat this and that. You yeah, know? I like, could have easily not gone. Yeah, you could, and I'm sure you could have probably found a way to get out of it, like medical yeah. and you know. What I mean? But you're like, I'm gonna do it, you know. And I'm gonna and the same way, like a lot of the times, you know we, we blame, right? Like you said, like, you know, you're like having your dad drink some formula too. Yeah. And, and, or, or like you're saying, Hey, like, you know, God, why are you putting me through this? You know, but you're also kind of like, like I said, you're, you're getting the, the, the perspective, but you also got to blame honestly. Right. Cause then you're like, wait, I wouldn't have met my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been on weirdos only, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, like, but you know, like certain things, like you said, now you're like, Oh, now I want to push to, to, uh, you know, to, to be a better swimmer and yeah. different things that start coming up. Right. Cause a lot of the times we want to just blame for the bad shit, but the good stuff is also to blame for, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's not easy. I'm sure it hasn't been easy. You know what I mean? But you know, it's been good. I, uh, it's been really hard, but I just feel like I've learned so much through it. Like just how to cope, how to try to look on the positive. I, I remember in high school wanting to be so cool and popular and then just realizing, you know what, like, who am I to just like brush off someone who's different? Like, why does that matter? And so being a dope weirdo is what I consider myself like. Yeah. I'm like, even in college, like I have yet to make tons of friends, but if there's a, someone who's awkward or maybe different, like they're the first person I want to sit next to in class. Cause they're often the most genuine, awesome people. And that's, that's who I want to be around. It's just people who are genuine. Yeah, no, and that, that's important. Like you said, and I think that, you know, with your wife, it started like, it started that way right off the bat. Yeah. And what, and what happened, you know, it turned into something great. Right. Cause you were like, I'm just gonna be myself this is going, this is coming up for me. And which, which I'm sure, you know, like you could have been with somebody that would be like, ah, oh, what the hell's going on? Right. Like, you know, like, Oh my God, worst day ever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I couldn't eat. So yeah. done. Why would you bring me to a restaurant if you're not going to eat? <laughs> yeah. It weeded out all the, the weird ones, honestly. It does kind of though. It, it, you know, like so many times with like I'm dating or whatever, I'm like, Oh, like, you know, you see somebody who's really hot or something. Yeah. But then they're like, you know, they have a terrible attitude or something. And like, oh, if I was just with her, everything would be perfect. But then it's like, well, not really, because, you know, she wouldn't be that fun to be around. And you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah, 
life's too short to just be like you you're a great ass and then it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> she's freaking, yeah and then she's like rude to you or yeah. you know and she's like or belittles you like you said when you're talking gibberish you're like oh my god like yeah you know or something like that you know it's just like every like i said everybody has their thing and you know some people's isn't you know i feel like with you it's it's something that you can't really see right it's not noticeable and some people could have one leg you know it's like oh right clearly this dude's got one leg you know what i mean yeah. like you know i have one of my friends um uh she has no legs oh really you know yeah she has like she i don't know does she have knees i don't think she has knees she's like you know right and i didn't even notice the first time Dang. i stopped and, and i was like oh, she kind of walks funny she got a limp you know, yeah. I, I just, you know, I hate when people are like, "What's wrong with you?" Like, <laughs> like yeah. something's wrong. Let, let just let it be. You know, why, right. why do you have to like? You have to. Why do you have to know? There's so many people that are very like, I have to know what's wrong. Like you said, can you eat asparagus? Can you? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I yeah. If you want to share, you can share. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, you know, kind of push. I notice you're doing this. Like, you know, why are you doing that? You know, right, right. I have a friend who has a psoriasis. You know. And uh -huh. then somebody was just like, I had known him forever. And I was like, never said anything about it. Cause I'm like, well, it's, you know, he doesn't mention it or anything. And it's like, well, what's in my business? What am I going to do about it? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and somebody was like, where's your hands? And then I was just like, ah, uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know? that's, and, that's and odd. You just put them in that position to where obviously they know it's there. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, why do they have to explain it to you? You know, like, yeah, I feel like it helped it helped me become more socially aware like like what you're saying like you know i'm gonna be more sensitive to these people because it's hard to be asked why can't i eat food why can't i eat this so i like that approach i think that's really good yeah and it's just even if you're like you know somebody who like you said you weren't drinking but if it was just somebody who didn't want to drink you know you're like ah oh, it's fine you know yeah I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure that I'll, I'll get a lot of kickback from my friends because I'm I'll, in college. I was that guy. But like, no, you're <laughs> drinking. Why aren't you drinking? You know, <laughs> you know. But if there's, you That's know, awesome. once once you know, like, hey, this guy's, you know, it's got this going on. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's a, it's not gonna be like, oh, stay away from this guy. Yeah, you know, it's, right. It's, that's not the only thing that there is to life, right? Like, yeah, you're not defined by one thing. Yeah. So if, if there, I guess, if there's something. You know, if there's something you say, if someone really knew you, what what would they know about you? I'd say they know that I I'm someone who includes people. Like I I don't like seeing someone alone. And I think that maybe comes from me feeling so alone and isolated in social settings. So yeah. I like I, as a swim coach, I coach 12 to 15 year olds, and maybe there's an awkward kid there, and we we work out on like push-ups and stuff before. And I, I, I make sure I have a talk, you know, I'm like, Hey, we're not here to form clicks. Like we're, I want this to be like a sacred space where you can come talk to your homies and also make more homies and make friends and just embrace each other. Like, I, I just love doing that. I think so someone who, who knows me would probably say that. Yeah. I think it's good to, like you said, like breaking that, those patterns, right. Of like, you know the clicks forming and the yeah. and the bullying and stuff like that i think just opening it up to discussion you know and, and allowing you know kids to talk you know right. to talk to each other and, and talk about what's going on with them because like i said then you find out how much in common you have you know yeah. what i mean with yeah, like for sure. the other kids uh, 
the weird kid that everyone's trying to make fun of because he's yeah you know, he's different. You're just like, well, you know, he plays Call of Duty too. He does the same things or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, yeah, it's it's tough these days, especially for kids. I mean, you know, they growing up with you know, I, I personally. I didn't have social media. We had MySpace when I was in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like they have TikTok. They have all these things. And like, if you fall at school, it's on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. if oh I fell, gosh. it was like, oh, only like six people <laughs> saw it. It was like, oh, man, no tunnel, buddy. Like, you know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I fell in mud or something. You know, I remember, <laughs> was, I remember one time it was, I was out on in the football field and I was standing under the, the lights uh-huh. and a bird pooped on me. <laughs> And nobody saw it. And I just kind of like, I was like, What's that? and I went like that. I was like, ah! I was like, I was trying to get out, but nobody ever saw. But that's like one of those things. If somebody would have saw I'm like, ah, you know yeah, what I mean? A picture. Like, or somebody's filming from far away, you know, and they're like, they see it. Like, it's just one of those things now where like, you don't know who's filming or who's, you know, it yeah. sucks. It makes it harder, you know, and it follows you home before you can go home. Oh, you know? for sure. Well, you, you mentioned yeah. a little bit like joking, like, don't cancel me for this. Like, that's kind of a weird thing that's happening. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, I, and I think, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, my, my, uh, my story is I did stand up. I used to do stand up oh, no comedy. You know what I mean? I used to go and, uh, you know, and so I'm definitely, it's like, I've heard terrible, terrible things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But if it's from a good place, it's from, you know, it's, you know, it's not harmful, you know, it's like, you know, the, the person is not, trying to like you know bully you in that way that's just the way i grew up kind of you know what i mean like it's you know it's, it's that kind of culture um so i've heard i've heard terrible terrible jokes you know what i mean it, but great jokes you know, it's like, you know very insulting people and also very clever people you know but yeah um yeah i mean i i don't that's that's the world we live in just the same way you know if someone's someone's the same way someone's really sensitive there's also somebody who isn't you know what i mean and someone yeah. who who's a lot more, you know, immune to some of these things or, or they're also trying to suppress things. You know what I mean? They're trying to not talk about their feelings, you know? Yeah. And it gets awkward. <laughs> a lot of the time, those, those people that are angry or whatever are some of the most emotional people, as opposed to the person that you think is emotional. The guy who talks about his feelings, the guy who is willing to express himself like, Oh, he's so emotional. It's like that guy that is angry or isn't saying anything. He's more emotional. Cause he's just, yeah. like, you know, he's, He's stacking the emotions up. He's not letting them out. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what your experience has been in in therapy, but obviously, exploring those emotions and what's going on helps you figure it out and and, and yeah. make sense make sense of it, right? It's so helpful. Like, I'll I'll highly recommend if you've been through trauma, uh, of course, consult with whatever. But like, it, I did. It's called EMDR therapy. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard of that, but basically, it's specifically to it's people think it's hypnosis, but it's not, but the therapist will move his finger back and forth yeah. and you feel your way through ISIS, whatever I went through. But the reason he does this is so it keeps one foot in the room and one foot in the past. Cause if I just would think about it, I would start to disassociate. And so by doing that, I would go through all these things. And then I realized all these traumas and whatever. And I was able to kind of connect some dots and just like create, a healthier mind through it it was it was really cool but like yeah. that's that's the most progress i've made so far with my symptoms with disassociation with well, that you know what's interesting is two episodes before you i had a hypnotherapist on 
Oh, no way. Yeah, I had a hypnotherapist on. He's he's a he's a buddy of mine. His name's Frank Manos, and he does hypnotherapy. And he's oh you know, sick. Yeah. So and I know I've seen some of the other different um um like treatments. There's another one that's like uh, the electro kind of stimulation. Um, yeah. And then there's uh, there was another one. Another one is a ketamine. Ketamine. I've treatment. heard of that. Yeah. So that that's one thing that that I've heard works really well. Um, to be quite honest, I know I threw out uh, cannabis, but psilocybin, mushrooms. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of research going into that um, for for um, PTSD, for for depression. Um, uh, do you do you have Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Go go on Netflix. There's um. Have you ever watched the show Explained? That sounds super familiar. Yeah, it's like they have a bunch of stuff. There's like, uh, you know, cryptocurrency explained. There's, you know what I mean? Like health yeah. insurance explained. But there's one that there's a series that they have from that. It's, it's like the mind. And so it's called, it says the mind explained. And they have one that's about dreams. They have one that's about memory. And then they have one that's about, about psilocybin, about, you know, basically, um, you know, um, hallucinogens and like, you know, psychedelics yeah psychedelics and there's a lot of research going into that if you look into in canada there's a bunch of you know, a bunch of companies um, that are studying it for medicinal use you know not for recreational yeah. use. um that's really in, interesting yeah in that in that in that show there's a guy who talks about like he had cancer and he beat it but then he had this constant anxiety and depression about like it's gonna come back and i'm gonna you uh -huh. know what i mean which i'm sure as something that you deal with every day, there's probably that anxiety of like, this is going to get worse or this is never going to yeah, go away. Unpredictable. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, it kind of, it gave them, it gave them the perspective and like the way that he said it was the like, you know, and every, it's not like it's definitive, but what he, one of his journeys in, in doing it and it's a controlled, it's not like, Oh, I'll go do it in the park and you know, with your friends yeah. or whatever it's controlled, you know, the way they do it. But basically he said that, Obviously, his fear was dying, right? Because he had cancer. He's like, I'm going to get cancer again and I'm going to die. And he said that he ended up in this place that was like, this feels like I'm dead. Like it was a very a void kind of, you know, place. He's like, and he was kind of like, it's not that bad. He was like, it's kind of, you know, like, he was like, I guess, you know. Take like, a little guess, nap. Yeah, I guess I'm dead, you know. And he was, and so then that kind of just gave him perspective to just kind of, you know. And, but you still want to include this with therapy, right? It's not, you know, like yeah. a ma magic pill, you know, but you still want to go out and, you know, and, and continue to explore different things that, that you've been through. And, and like, it's, I mean, like I said, it sounds like you're a very introspective guy. You've obviously, you know, been through a lot. So that gives you a lot of introspection to kind of sit and think about things, you know totally. what I mean? Which is, yeah. which is great. And, and you're putting yourself out there to help other people too. That, that That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah it's really fulfilling like i'm sure you feel similar like just interviewing people with different perspectives it really just keeps you open-minded and just yeah. like accepting yeah so I know, and, and you see how you know and that that's why i tell people like we don't need to talk about therapy to talk about mental health like you're talking yeah. about you know like just like going on your mission or just meeting people when you're you know that and being away from your family and that's your mental health. That's your journey, right? That you had to, yeah. that you had, you had to go through. I mean, like, it's just so, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure you get a lot of questions about being Mormon. Yeah. I feel like we, we like kind of touched on it. It was more about your journey as it's just your life. It wasn't, it was, you know what I mean? Like your journey could have still kind of been the same without being Mormon. You know what I mean? It was just that totally. you were forced to go out there, but it was like, 
it doesn't make it that different, right? Like we could take that part out and it wouldn't change the story that much. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If you think about it, you know, not not to say like you shouldn't be that, but <laughs> you know, because I'm sure a lot of people label that, right? Like, oh, you're Mormon. Yeah. yeah. You know Mormon. I mean? Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, oh, imagine dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so See, funny that, that's you guys claim to fame imagine dragons right? <laughs> yeah. dude it's so funny mormons latch onto those things they're like oh it's so sick do you have you heard of imagine dragons he's a mormon it's like all right that's he's also a human being too yeah no i mean it's one of those things to where like oh my god like you know someone it, it's good i think it's um it it's kind of how minorities feel right because like yeah. it's like one of yeah. us made it out. Like one of us made one of us oh, is doing yeah. something. You know, it's like totally. Yeah, you know, cool. Well, <laughs> Zach know? Zach Wilson just got drafted in the NFL. He's from BYU. He went number two. He's oh, quarterback. Yeah? So now everyone's a Jets fan because that's where he went. So everyone's like, Ooh. oh my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> I feel bad. But uh everyone's like on the bandwagon, they're like, oh my gosh, BYU Jets. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. fun. That's I'm good. kind of I mean, on that too, though. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's cool, man. Just support, support your people. That's what yeah. You know, you want support, you know, the same way. Treat others that you want to be treated. I want to be supported, so I'm going to support people, you know? Yeah, I love that. Like, everybody always wants everybody to show up to their birthday, but they don't show up to nobody's birthday. It's like, come on, you got to, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Put, you got to put in the work, man. You got to, yeah. And like I said, it's, it's great that you're doing it, you know, and then putting yourself out there and it's, I, I know when you do it, it's, you know, you're just like, well, you know, I kind of want to help people, but it takes a lot. You know what I mean? How many people that you know that have what you have that are putting themselves out there? Yeah. No. You know? Yeah. Not a lot. It's not easy because they, because <laughs> they don't want more attention. Right. They're just like, I don't want any, any more attention, but it's good. It's it, it but they'll, I'm, I guarantee you, if you already haven't, you're going to get the people that are just going to be like, thank you, man. Like you're giving us a voice, you know, you're putting it out there. I mean, you know, I hope so. I really want to, like I want to find people in the EOE community, which I've been trying to do. I started the podcast um, October last year, but yeah. it's it's been cool. It's I, I've been connected with a lot of cool people, so including yeah. you. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the bottom. It's cool. I'm at, you know, I do have some 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 stomach issues, you know, but that's all. That's my own. That's my own fault, you know. But wait, I, do you really? Well, I, I had this. My story was. In college, I was like, always like, I was like, oh man, I always had like stomach problems, you know. And you go to the, the problem is you go to the doctor and they're like, oh, your stomach hurts. Nah, you have, yeah. you know, in oh, we'll take this or take some fucking omeprazole and like, you know, to, <laughs> you know, to calm the gas or whatever. Take this and that, but they don't really ask you what you're doing, right? They don't, they don't like yeah. a lot of the times they don't. Doctor doesn't get into it, and I was like, wait. It might be the twenty Bud Lights I drank yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it can't be that. You know, every week, yeah, but every week I drink, and it's like as soon as I cut out like you know shitty beer and you know, yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't get diarrhea as much. You know what I mean? Like, what a That's what a awesome. concept! What a concept! You know, so, <laughs> miraculous. Yeah, but I do have. Um, I would say I have kind of a sensitive stomach, but I've definitely like I've gotten into like more to probiotics. Nice. Um, you know, and learning about because gut health is really, really important, like towards everything, towards your all around health, you know, because I'll have like a stomach problem and like it triggers anxiety or yeah. like then I'll get, I feel like I have a headache, but as soon as like that stomach problem is gone, the headache is gone too, you know what I mean? So it's like straight from the from the, the gut health, it just affects everything, you know? I feel like it's connected to your brain a lot. I think it's why every time I eat food, I react, I get like more symptomatic in my mental state. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I mean, 
what you put in your body makes a difference, right? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, is there anything you kind of, you know, I was going to ask you the question we ask everybody is every time you felt like a weirdo, but I felt like, you know, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of went into that a few times, but if there's a specific other time, it doesn't have to be yeah. necessarily, um, you know, um, no, you're with, good, with dude. the disease or being Mormon, but just like I said, sometimes it's feeling like a weirdo because, you know, like you're on, you're, you're on the swim team or something, you know, or, yeah. or, or you're, or you're expressing yourself and people are like, Oh, what's this guy talking about? Or why is he dancing yeah. weird? Well, I, uh, so 2018, I dropped out of college for the first time and again, ground zero. And so rap music, making, uh, songs about what I can eat and just craziness. I, I decided to make an album on just like SoundCloud and yeah. I produce it. It's just pretty mediocre, but I remember make, I made like 20 songs cause I'm just, that's all I have to do. And they're just yeah. weird as crap. Like. You're just putting them out there. Just... It's cringe. Like I listen to it, but it's also kind of cool just to like go back and be like, yeah, I was kind of nuts during that time, but I've made some music. <laughs> but that, that, that's definitely a time where I was like, yeah, that's pretty weird. But it was, it was also just cool to express myself. Yeah. Do you have uh, any favorite rappers? Or, or Dude. Like... Oh, yeah. Huge inspiration. Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Mm. Love, love his music. He's probably my favorite. Kid Cudi. Yeah. Um, a lot of these guys, like their mental health, a lot of it's related in their music. Yeah. So I really connected. Um, Juice World's more of a recent one. Unfortunately, he passed away. But those three guys, Kanye is like cool, but I I, I mess with uh, Kanye Mac cool. Miller. Yeah. You know, you know what the thing is that like if you really listen to some of Kanye's stuff and what he's talking about and you you really look at his story objectively outside of like, you know, ah, he's he's a jerk. Yeah. He did this or he did that. You know, like he lost his mom and after that was when he kind of went and, you know, when things started going south a little bit for him that he couldn't handle that, you know? And so yeah. you hear you hear a lot about like some, you know, some of that pain that he went through, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you know, I love his album. It's like the one that's like, I'm bipolar. The one he did and he recorded in Wyoming or something. Mm -hmm. It came out 2018. That's like my favorite. Like one of the, the first track is I thought about killing myself today. Yeah. And he's just like, totally talking about how he had this crazy experience and i'm like yeah i remember when i was crazy like that's awesome i thought about killing myself <laughs> yeah but it's I cool how it, you connect i think i mean i don't want to sit here and promote you know something like that but i think that it's yeah. a very i know i'm saying I'm th i think that it's a very natural thought sometimes you know sometimes when you're going through a, a rough time you're like not that you're like not everybody gets to the point to where like i'm gonna do it but yeah. a lot of people do get to the like what if what if i did what if it did end today you know what yeah I mean? like, yeah and obviously you hopefully you can ground yourself and say well what would it really change what you know what i mean and you know so but i think that a lot of people have those thoughts and sometimes be like oh my god like what's wrong with me that i'm thinking this? yeah and am i, I alone i think it's a very natural thought to have you know what i mean not Agreed. that you know to act on it is a different different story that's when you know you're probably a little bit closer to the edge and you know you should reach out for help um but you know, to think it, and I think it's very natural sometimes, you know, and just be like, you know, what if that that did happen, you know? Yeah. And so, and it helps you t put things in perspective as well sometimes, you know. Totally. You yeah. Know, so, so yeah. If you have anything else to add, man, you know, you know, you kind of throw it in on yeah. top, you know, I, I, I plug your your podcast for sure. Know where they can find you. And yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, it's just like 
it's stuff like this that like brings more purpose and hope in my life. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, it's just like, I love doing this stuff. So thank you first for like having me yeah, on yeah. here, like yeah, just no, having a conversation. Now, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, my podcast is called rice cakes and pears. Um, it's on any platform, Apple podcast, Spotify, you can search it. It's pretty easy to find because no one names their podcast that. <laughs> but my my instagram's at rice cakes and pears just all lowercase but yeah i mean if you want to check it out that's cool if not all good i, I i'd love to talk whatever just send me a dm i don't yeah, know <laughs> basically basically you say oh, oh, you know what i still stopped isis it was yeah. you know very unselfish act and you know you can support me if you want but you know yeah you know, not all heroes ISIS. wear capes you know <laughs> i'll have to make a shirt that says like let's defeat isis together or something weird yeah. <laughs> that's gonna uh, be a slippery slope yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i i uh I try to just be honest and real with people. And then I also like to include people who are different. Like, I don't want to be narrow-minded. Like I yeah. interviewed someone who's gay and an ex-Mormon, like he stopped being Mormon. Like, yeah, we don't uh, believe in like homosexuality acts or whatever, but who am I to judge them? Who am I to say you're less than me? Let's hear what is it? What was it like to feel alone in a church that's against that? Yeah. So like, stuff like that and then i also like to just interview people who are kind of quirky and fun yeah no i mean like i said every, everyone has a story i yeah. you know and and it's you know i've i've had i've had people from all walks of life as well on on you know this podcast and it's it's, it's interesting to just hear so many things and there's so many people that i reach out to that are just like what am i going to talk about you know it's <laughs> like no dude it's like you know people are going to relate to you and it's you know like you have something to say you know and you know just, I thought about it when I said not, you know, I, was, uh, I thought about the slogan. I'm, I'm in marketing. So I was just thinking, uh -huh. like, you saying, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Some eat rice cakes. You Boy. know, I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yo, I gotta write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, thank, thanks for joining, man. Uh, you know, and thank everybody yeah. for listening. Zach Barber, uh, rice cakes and pears. Check them out on Instagram, check them out on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, I'm sure, um, Stitcher, all, all yeah. the, all the, all the, um, all the platforms you can find us on and everything, find any podcast on, you know, so reach out to them on Instagram. Um, and yeah, man, th thanks for joining. Thank you.